the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We spent a lot of time on this show talking about crime, Dayton, Columbus, all over the state of Ohio. Crime is up everywhere in cities because most cities are run by Democrats. We're going to talk more about crime today. DAs have been in the spotlight. The woke ones like Chesa Bodine in San Francisco, Kim Fox in Chicago, also George Gascon in Los Angeles. He may be recalled as Boudin was last week. But the problem is also a problem of weak judges. They are the last line of defense between criminals and you. And we have more than one, but definitely one here in Columbus that has taken uh, lunacy to a new level. That's where we will begin a Friday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Thanks for listening on The Answer Network, 94.5 in Dayton, 98.9 here in Columbus, Our number, if you'd like to participate in the program, is 844-TALK-989-844-TALK-989. You can always send me an email, bruce at 989theanswer. Excuse me, wrong. That's the old email. Bruce at SalemMedia.com. Bruce at SalemMedia.com. And uh, I'm not as diligent in going through my emails as I should be, but I went through all of them today for the last month. And uh, a lot of you have emailed and expressed appreciation for the show. And let me just say that... um, That's very much appreciated by me because uh, this week in particular, I don't know why, but uh, the news events aren't really appreciably any worse this week than they've been before. Maybe it's the darkness of Pride Week and the fact that we're going to have a huge Pride Parade tomorrow in Columbus, and we've had them in other communities in Ohio, and we'll have them throughout the month. But the darkness has been, uh, been getting to me, and so your encouragement arrives At a very, very good time. And I hate to tell you this, but if you live in central Ohio, if you live in Richland County, uh, there is a murderer in your midst. Now, I know we're not supposed to convict people before they receive a trial, but when you see a murderer on video, and when the person who caused the death of the victim admits they did it, that person, to me, does not need to be convicted in court to be a murderer. So I'm talking about the shooter at Tuttle Mall on Sunday and another who has confessed to a double homicide from late May here in Columbus. Both men confessed to the murder. The first one from Tuttle called 911 and said that he shot another customer in a shoe store at Tuttle Mall on Sunday because the other customer hit him in the face with a purse. 
So his reaction was to step back, fire a gun four times, and kill the other person. He received a litany of charges, but a bail set at $50,000. And so Tyrone Gray did what pretty much anybody could do. He got a bail bondsman to post 10% of that, $5,000, and he is a free man today, even though at some point he will be facing charges for aggravated murder, aggravated robbery, murder-inducing panic. Those are serious charges. They are among the most serious charges. I think aggravated murder is the most serious charge you can face in the state of Ohio. For five grand, he got out. Wait, it gets worse. 22-year-old Mason Thompson Bray is also free today and has been for a week, even though he has confessed to murdering a 19-year-old and a 21-year-old. How is he free? Well, he had the good fortune to come before Judge Eileen Paley in Franklin County Municipal Court. And Eileen Paley... Apparently, every life is worth a $50,000 bond to Eileen Paley because Francisco Rodriguez, no, excuse me, he's a victim. Uh, Mason Thompson Bray had to post a $100,000 bond, except that you only have to post 10% of it. $10,000, two lives, 10,000, one life in the Tuttle Mall shooting, $5,000. And so... Mason Bray is also out and about. Now, he's confessed to the double murder. And yet Judge Eileen Paley allows him to walk free in a city where we have set record murder totals each of the last two years. And I don't rule out the possibility that we may eclipse 2021's total yet this year because while things have been bad in law enforcement, police have been defunded, demonized, marginalized, mislabeled ever since May of 2020 after the the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis. I think now the level of desperation in our culture is worse than it was even during the pandemic. We weren't paying $5 a gallon for gas during the pandemic. We weren't paying astronomically high food prices. We didn't face empty shelves. We didn't have a baby formula shortage. All these things play into the desperation in our culture, heighten the animosity, the fuse that we all hopefully have before we completely lose control of our faculties and act in anger. I think the fuse was longer two years ago, even a year ago then before Joe Biden's policies took hold and have foisted desperation on pretty much anybody who before was struggling to make ends meet. Now you're probably not able to make ends meet, and that leads to a certain degree of desperation. But life is good for Judge Eileen Paley in her robe, and she's going to work, and she's a social justice warrior. Just look at her website, and she will brag about what she's doing for the LGBTQ community and other causes that have no appreciable impact on our society. But she's all about letting murderers out on extremely affordable bail. So 
I don't know how, I don't know if, but if it's possible, there should be a movement quickly to recall Judge Eileen Paley, because she, like the two murderers she has let out on bonds that leave them on the hook for only $5,000, she is a danger to our community. She is a danger to our community because she allows dangerous people to walk our streets. This is a disgrace. This is a disgrace to the people who arrest these murderers. This is a disgrace to law and order. And it's easy for us to look at the headlines, San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, New York, and say, well, that's really nuts. And much like the schools, where we previously thought that the unhinged ideas of the left were present only on the coast, New York, California. No, no. We found out in the last year and a half, two years since COVID, we found out because we watched it on Zoom, those same problems exist right here in our schools, even in rural districts, even in rural districts. And so much like that, I gave you the headlines yesterday on the double cop killing in Los Angeles where the felon who had been found guilty of possessing a firearm that should have put him in prison for three years instead got 20 days. Not three years. He didn't even get three weeks. He got 20 days and two years probation. Ooh, that probation. Ooh, don't you dare do that. And so he laid in wait, ambushed two cops, and ended their lives. What will Judge Eileen Paley do if these two desperate men facing aggravated murder charges, literally having nothing to lose in the weeks separating them from whatever they're doing now and the time they go to trial, which could be months, what will Judge Eileen Paley do if one of them kills again? If one of them gets in an altercation with a police officer and shoots at police officers, they don't all work out as well as they fortunately did for Fairfield County Sheriff's deputies who were fired upon the other night by a guy they stopped for a traffic violation. He crashed his car trying to get away from them, ran into the woods, shot at deputies. They took cover later to find him dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. We don't celebrate that, but I certainly am much happier with that outcome than I would be if either deputy had been hit. This is why I have no respect for the Columbus Civilian Oversight Review Board because they have no idea the danger police officers face on a daily basis. And that's debilitating enough for the officers who continue to serve their communities by going to work every day and doing what they do to try to keep the rest of us safe, even amid the ever-squeezing allowances of woke culture in city government. But when the judges are letting murderers out on the street, that's even worse. So I looked up. Judge Eileen Paley's telephone number in her chambers, 
and it is 614-645-7643. And if you would care to call that number and let her know what you think of her letting out two murderers who have confessed to their crimes that they are charged with, one for posting a $100,000 bond subject to the 10% rule, which means he only had to put down ten grand, And the other, a single murderer, the person who shot someone who hit him in the face with a purse at Tuttle Mall on Sunday, he called 911 and confessed, pleaded self-defense. I don't think that's going to go over well with a jury. Unless, of course, we get a jury of Eileen Paley's, and then it might, or a jury of people from the uh, Kerwin Institute at Ohio State. Then, of course, I I don't know how it's systemically racist for a, a guy who is black to shoot somebody who is also black. But I'm sure that racism played into it somehow at Tuttle Mall on Sunday. Maybe it will be self-defense. Who knows? But right now, he has confessed to murder, and he is walking free by posting a $5,000 bond. Both, both men owe their freedom to Judge Eileen Paley, who, again, her chamber number is 614-645-7643. I'll put it on my Twitter. I'll put it on the show Facebook page. and You can call and let her know what you think of allowing two confessed murderers to walk around communities in which you obviously have no idea who they are, and they obviously have, well, a certain degree of desperation intruding on their life. Imagine if you had already confessed to murder, and your trial was coming up, I mean, would that kind of lower your decorum in dealing with other people or in dealing with police officers? Would that put you on edge a little bit? I've already shown what they're capable of when they're on edge. These people are a danger to the community. They should not be out. But they are because of Judge Eileen Paley, and this is not any different, really, than the mindset that Judge Kim Brown of Franklin County Juvenile Court has displayed by writing a letter protesting Operation Game Over, the Columbus Police Department's attempt to curb car thefts. Yeah, funny thing about Columbus Police, they don't like 10,000 car thefts in Columbus, Ohio. But... Judge Brown, eh, the kids will be kids. You put them in the system, why, they might learn how to be criminals. Hmm. Something would tell me if they're stealing 10,000 cars a day, they probably already know. Now, violence last night overnight in Columbus. An 18-year-old, and this is pretty much the average now of the homicide victims. They're rarely are they over the age of 25. People with their whole lives in front of them. Yet... They're engaged in activity or they're innocent victims of other people being engaged in activities that leads to someone getting shot. This happened in the 2300 block of Rhodes Avenue shortly after 6.30 p.m. Broad daylight, 18-year-old man, gunshot wound. Homicide unit is investigating. You know what that means? That means they expect him to die. That's what that means. Hopefully he will not. Hopefully he will not be the latest victim. But homicide doesn't get a jump on investigating something if they think the person is going to recover. I have no idea what he was engaged in. I have no idea if he's an innocent bystander, but I know Cody Tippy was an innocent bystander. He was driving to work on Tuesday afternoon. Again, broad daylight, 315 Goodale Boulevard. 
not a bad part of town, not a bad part of town, except that every part of town has its moment in the sunlight now being a bad part of town. Cody Tippy's a newlywed. He's on his way to work, probably thinking of his lovely wife. When all of a sudden somebody dropped a football-sized chunk of concrete from the Goodale Boulevard overpass as Cody Tippy was driving south. It came through his windshield. It hit him in the head. And he is now in ICU recovering from his injuries. But it will be a long recovery. Weeks, maybe months. This is... This is where we live now, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we live. And I believe my position on this is that we live in a city, in a state. That's no different in Dayton, no different in Cleveland. I could I could do literally two hours of nonsensical, antisocial crime stories every single day. I could. We have not even spent one minute on this show because it's out of our area, even though it is newsworthy. Not one minute have we spent on the 17-year-old boy who was beaten to death by three assailants in the proximity of the I Promise School in Akron, Ohio. You say, well, wait a minute. Isn't that LeBron's school? Yeah, that's LeBron's school. It's the one LeBron gave almost no money to and the state of Ohio gave all the money to and LeBron got all the glory for. It's that school. You say, well, uh, I'm, a, I'm a LeBron fan. I read his Twitter, and I didn't see him decrying this. No, and you won't. Now, if the races were reversed, you would. If the victim were black and the assailants were white, then LeBron would be all over it, as he was not shy at all about weighing in on the death of Micaiah Bryant in Columbus, naming and picturing the Columbus police officer who was completely justified in firing his weapon to save another girl's life at the time. And it took, oh, how long did that take for Zach Klein and Andrew Ginther to get on board with justifying the actions of that officer? Oh, that's right. It took more than a year. It took the rest of us who watched it on tape and saw Micaiah Bryant rushing the other girl in the pink jumpsuit, rushing at her with a knife and drawing the knife back to stab her. It took the rest of us about five seconds to go, wow, if that was my daughter in the pink, I'd sure be glad that officer was on top of it and fired his weapon when he fired it to save my daughter's life. But it took city officials more than a year, and every cop who watched that has never forgotten it and will never forget it because... They saw an officer react perfectly to his training, and they saw him be rewarded by twisting in the wind, being demonized across the country in social media. No, I could do crime all day long, but I try, particularly on Fridays, to offer something a little bit more substantial. So I will raise your hopes next with who I hope will be the next president of the United States. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.